spite me. Hello and welcome to Bite Me. My name is Julia Steyer. And I'm Bacola Ogunmola. And I love vampires. And I do not. And today we are going to be joined by Will Sharp, who is an avid vampire fan, I'm yes. told. And we're going to be watching Dracula's Daughter. You want to hit Ooh. us with that synopsis, Bacola? Oh, I'm reading? Okay. Well, Dracula's Daughter is a horror and black and white movie. Ooh. It was uh, released in 1936. And... This is the, um, shnumina, shnumina. <laughs> Although Count Dracula was destroyed by Van Helsing, who is now being tried for his murder, <gasps> Dracula's oh. daughter, the Countess Mariah? That's Mariah? Maria? Maria? I don't know. Maria? I like Mariah, Z- though. That's pretty. No, that's not it. The word, Maria. Maria? Maria <laughs> Zaleska. Zaleska? Zaleska. Uh, is still alive, and her father's death has brought her no closer to eradicating her vampiric thirst for blood. When attempts to free herself of the disease oh. fail, she turns to a psychiatrist, Dr. Girth, for assistance, but soon finds herself struggling with the desire to make him one of the undead <gasps> as well. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. That's so interesting. I feel like it, it's like a continuation of Daybreakers. Oh. You know, with the whole, like, I'm trying to, you know, curing vampire. Yeah. That's so funny because we didn't mean to have a theme of, like, vampire, vampire cures. Curing, yeah. But I feel like that's been popping up a lot lately. Yeah. I didn't even think about curing. I didn't think of it as a disease. Uh, to even be cured. So now that so many movies are like trying to cure the disease, but then like try, but you know, in the end, it's not going to be cured. You know what I mean? Right. Well, like, I also feel like because it it's transforms your body. Yeah. Like, that's why I never thought of it as, as like, a, yes, a disease. Because exactly. I was like, it stops your heart. Yes. So for then, a long time. <laughs> yeah. So then I guess the reanimation of your heart would be curing it or just uh not even yeah curing look going back to i guess i don't know, you know i never thought of it you know i would love to see actually like as we're as we're bouncing as we're writing our new screenplay as oh we always gosh. do is um do you remember that short story monkey paw old woman has i'm gonna like butcher this and people are gonna come for me but whatever come for her this one <laughs> this like this woman had had lost her son to like a car accident and through some mysterious thing i forget she ends up with this like magical monkey paw but it's, like, kind of with the warning, like, careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if she actually gets the warning, if that's just, like, the moral of the story. Anyway, she wishes for her son back, and it, like, ends with, like, her son's mangled corpse, like, coming Ooh. up. And so, when you were saying about, like, reanimating. Yeah. That just made me think, like, I'd love to see a movie. And maybe this will happen in the one me and Bacola are writing. We have a title. That's that's all we got so yeah, far. So that's what we got. But if somebody is trying to cure, you know, has this has this vampire lover that they want to cure and they they cure him, they restart or whatever and he comes back as like a zombie cuz it's like oh, you can't like yeah, and like it's has like that, he's yeah. undead and now <laughs> to cure him. Well, I guess a cure would be dead dead. Yeah. I don't Actually. know. Yeah, because some undead. Wait, that's like so dead. dark, but that would also be really funny. She's like, I'll save you. And then he just dies. Dying. And she's like, oh, I did not see that. Foresee that. I didn't, I thought undead, undead would go alive, but undead is just dead. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Deity. Anyway, um, back to Dracula's daughter. 
which we're watching. Um, oh, there's more of a synopsis? No. Oh, oh, I was oh. just like, so it's all in black and white because they didn't have color then. So that's interesting. And it's a Turner movie, a Turner classic movie, <laughs> which I just discovered. Who's excited? I am. Nicola's. Well, the funny thing about this is that in 1930s, horror. What do you think that means? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. 1930s horror. It's going to be very interesting because it's going to be like PG-13. Yeah. Is it though even? Like I feel like it's going to be like like weirdly edited jump scares. Oh, you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I love those though. Where it's like dun dun, and I'm like, who put that man in that fluffy sweater? Like, I have that sweater from American Apparel. Stop it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you specifically. Well, you're vocal about it, but I agree with you in my heart. You you get very <laughs> mad about the underscoring of older movies. Oh my goodness, I feel so bad though. People have been coming for my whole jugular about this, and they're like, they are doing their best. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, like, you know, I'm not knocking their best. I'm just saying that, like, right now, um, that wouldn't be my preferred choice. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's so much indicating. Like, and I yes. feel like that's gonna happen in oh. this. Like, I feel like that was the time period. Wait, okay, this is a dumb question. It's not a silent film, is it? I don't think so. <laughs> that is a that's not a dumb question because I was thinking they like this is the beginning of movers. So I'm not sure if it but no, we've seen movies that are older with sound. That's true. So no, it's not a silent movie. But I'm I am I am curious if the black and white was a choice for horror or if they didn't have color then because I don't know when color was invented for movers <laughs> and I don't remember when Showboat was made. So Showboat is usually like my indicator of like, will it have color or not? Oh, really? The movie Showboat. Yeah, I don't know why. Very racist, but you oh, know, have oh, to the, watch the it. the movie is? Yeah, yeah, Somebody's in blackface. <gasps> yeah. Um, you know, it's a show of the times. Ay, ay, ay. But yeah, I wonder if this is, I, I wonder why they haven't made it Technicolor yet. And maybe because it's a horror or maybe because it doesn't. The color would make it worse. I, yeah, I honestly feel like, well, one, I feel like I should know, like, we studied film. Did we? we I did. <laughs> ish. Ish. I have a minor in it, so you, uh, you can't come for, I only know a minor amount. Of, oh, is that how that works? Ass-wise. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I feel like, yeah, I just, I just feel like it's going to be, like, the very over-the-top. Okay, it's actually, I feel like these go either way. You either get the women... And men, but it's honestly usually the women in these time periods that are like, <gasps> and like, you know, doing like the big faces and da 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 da. Or, and I feel like we saw this a lot in the Bella Lugosi Dracula, you get the like, I am Dracula. And you're like, oh my God, somebody please put some gasoline in the car. Like this. I love that. No, that's you. That was, I mean, your interpretation of it, not, <laughs> you were great. You were fantastic. <laughs> but yes, I totally understand where it's like, a, it's a slow burn. It's a yes, slow the burn. Whole, the slow burn doesn't need to be all every sentence. <laughs> it's very true. But the slow burn is so funny because it's like, how much slower can this, this movie is an episode of Game of Thrones long. Like, how much slower can we go? Okay. I need more information. This is the same amount of time as one episode of a Korean drama. Like, I need, 
I need more to happen. And they like they like solve world hunger in those sometimes. Oh my gosh, I love me a good Korean me drama, too. yo. You could from from an hour later, your whole life would have changed. Ugh. One hour, they they not stop. Yeah, it's going to be a sh- I know I feel like it's going to be short. I do I think it's going to be a little bit more action packed. It said it was like what, an hour and a half? Hour and 11 minutes? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a bedtime story. Just stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm excited though because like I don't watch a lot of older movies, so thank you so either. much. Will William. Will for- Will was, gave us the uh the rack. He yeah. I was like, "Hey, you're known in your family as the vamp dude. Like, give us some good recommendations. Like, dude. I'm known as the Twilight girl, so I've That's already true. used all everything that I could find. Uh, wow. Um, we're at the end of the intros, and you only mentioned Twilight once. I'm I proud know. of you. But actually, there's something I haven't even gotten to tell Bacola yet. What? I was at in, I was in Seattle this past weekend. Yes. And I went to the um, you didn't go pop to culture museum. Forks. No, I didn't go to Forks. I oh. asked my mom. She said no. And I said, why don't you love me? Um. Anyway, <laughs> pop culture museum, pop cult- or museum of pop culture, mm-hmm. and there was a section called "Scared to Death: The History of Horror." Mm. They had the most beautiful vampire section. I need oh. to show you the pictures, and it was all about Bram Stoker's Dracula. <gasps> and they had like they made stained glass windows mm-hmm. for each of the tropes. Ooh! So like, there was one about garlic. Like, there was one oh. about walking in the daylight. There was one about like. <laughs> like you know biting the necks of beautiful women wow. and I was in heaven and it was so cute because like my family was so excited to show it to me oh because they know yes so like sweet. we were literally like in a different part of the museum and my mom runs over she's like I have something to show you I have something to show you <laughs> so there's a picture of me in a coffin but she didn't want me to look dead so I'm posing uh, <laughs> understandable that's stressful she is your mother I know I like crossed my arms she was like no uh, yeah, that's hard. I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, and then they had that whole exhibit, and then they just had like a running, like a t- uh, television running of like you know the best vampire movies. And I was actually very impressed at how many we had seen. Like Daybreakers was on there. Nice. Um, that's actually the only one I can think of right now. Okay. Oh no, they were really that museum was also really in love with uh, Let the Right One In. Oh, they, they kept touting so that as good, one of the top, though. like the top vampire movies. To so see. good, really. So good. I will good. never get over that girl just like climbing the, the wall. wall the wall. It was so because it felt it made me feel smart. Uh, I like. Yeah. I love when a movie is like to that to them. They were just like, this is this moment that is blatantly obvious, but. To me, it was like, wow, there's so much happening that uh, the world doesn't revolve around yeah. just the forefront people. Like, even the people in the background, things are happening. So even, you know what I mean? It was so like, like an actual world. Yes, exactly. Yes. They built the world out so well. That's so exciting. So make sure you check out Bite Me the Podcast on Instagram for some of those pictures Heck of yes. Julia looking fantastic in a coffin. In, in Vampire Heaven. Ooh, I like that Vampire Heaven. Yeah. Is that the name of our band? <gasps> Vampire yeah, heaven. Vampire heaven. Da-na-na. Are you going to rap in it? Why would I rap? Because I listened to one of our episodes, like two episodes ago, oh, and you and rapped. Oh, I was rapping. <laughs> Wait, also, I just realized we totally didn't even discuss like what we're expecting out of it. Oh <laughs> my gosh. We we've gone off the rails. Totally off the rails. Okay. So what are you expecting out of daughter of Dracula, Dracula's daughter? I'm, honestly, I'm so interested in this um that was a really cool synopsis i didn't like just the idea of of her not getting along with her father it's also interesting like not to bring up hotel transylvania but i'm totally gonna bring up hotel transylvania that's the only other drac and daughter thing we've seen no i was thinking of the adams family actually but we haven't watched it 
Oh, never mind. Continue. Also, are they vampires? I don't think so. They're just evil. They're just like... No. They're not even evil. They're just like dead. Yes. I don't think they're dead either. I just was... They're just... I think they're just gothic. They're just gothic. But the Bella Lugosi is what made me think of um, uh, Adam's family because Morticia. But go ahead. Sorry. Also, real quick. My dad... I get an email from my dad out of nowhere. Your dad got an email from your dad. No, I'm sorry. I got got an email email from from my dad. dad. Out of, Hi, like, actually, my whole family. He sent it to me, Catherine, and Andrew. Oh. And it said, like, Halloween 2006. And it's me dressed up as a goth. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I've got, like, a plaid choker on that has, like, a spiked black heart. I'm wearing all black and, like, black lipstick. But I'm, like... Oh, God, I must have been, like, 11. So I still got, like, my gap teeth and, Aww. like, my glasses. And I was, like... You're, like, this is... Ooh, why did I think I was so cool? You you were probably, like, this is Halloween, but I'm just testing this out to for see real. if this will be the next six years of my life. For real. And it just didn't work for me. You're welcome, parents. Um, it did for me, though. I did do the goth kid thing for a little bit. I tried, bit. man. I tried. I didn't own enough black clothing. Because here's uh, my problem is like I like to wear like all black and like feel tough, but then I also like to wear like this. Like I'm wearing a full on floral dress. And yeah, I feel it's like great. Frilly, there's shoulder. I am wearing all black right now, <laughs> not purposefully, but I had the black clothes. That's all I had. That was my whole personality for a while. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, so to answer your question, you were before I went off the rails again, Hotel Transylvania. Um, yeah, you know, and that one was like a really loving. Uh, relationship. Yeah. This one sounds like it's not. So I'm wondering if she was turned against her will. I'm wondering if she's his biological daughter or somebody Ooh. that he found and he was like, I turned. want a daughter figure. Uh-huh. Um, I'm wondering if vampires can have children. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm wondering if vampire had a human child who that he then turned oh. to a vampire. Or if he reproduced with a human woman. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Twilight, but yeah, <laughs> she said it, folks. I did, I did, but yeah, that is super interesting to even. Yeah, so the consider. dynamics of this, I'm really interested about, and because it's the 30s, and because it's so close to Dracula's release, and yeah. because it is Dracula's daughter, yeah, I think it's going to follow the very, very basic tropes: garlic mirror. I don't think we're going to see any neck biting because of the Hayes Code. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I feel like those are and and like. You know, I know Dracula's was a little weird. It was like any stake through the heart. So I feel like it'll follow, right? Because yeah, like yeah, yeah. he did like a silver stake, not just a wooden, wooden one. one yeah. So I feel like this is going to follow that of like, but I'm so curious to see what she does to try to become human again. Yeah, that's super interesting. I love that she went to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I couldn't remember what I said. But I love that she goes to like uh, someone who deals with mental health. Mm-hmm. To try to cure herself instead of, like, a general physical doctor. I wonder if she thinks it's, like, a mental thing. Which is so interesting. That's an interesting thing. And I love that we're talking about mental health in the 30s. And that's insane. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I didn't even think about the, like, father-daughter dynamics as much as I was thinking about the love interest dynamics. Where it's, like, instead of her going, I want to be human for you. She's going, maybe I need to keep you forever. And I feel like that's a very, yep, I'm calling you out, a very Julia thing to do. What? Excuse me? I feel like if you're a vampire, instead of trying to change yourself into human for the guy, I think you would be like, yo, babe, 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 we could live so much longer. I don't want to live forever, though. But would if you found the love of your life, you wouldn't try to extend that? No. 
<laughs> no. I feel I like that. Okay. Absolutely cool. not. Are so, you kidding me? Okay. We'd get so sick of each other. That's true. We'd have to do like an only only lovers left alive thing where we like go live on different continents for a while and then like reunite every once in a while. Okay, yeah. Uh, decades makes the heart grow fonder. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. That's real. I feel that. <laughs> I'm so offended. No, I only thought that because I was like, you... I like, feel like crazy. No, 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 no. It's only... Be, I, I don't... I guess that wouldn't be you, but like, if your partner was a vampire, you wouldn't want them to turn you? No. So you would just want to be their human bay? I don't... Because I don't... I was thinking very Twilight. You see where I'm going I with do. this, right? No, I do. I do. I... I would want them to try to turn human. Oh, okay. and, and I feel like we this came up in the Adam Ant movie. Yes, yes, yes. Where you were like, I love this. I was like, yes, he wants to change for her. her. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I, I feel like I've also read too many books and seen too many TV shows where the human, like Vampire Diaries is actually a really great example. She like actively doesn't want to become a vampire because she's yep. like, I don't want to lose my emotions. I don't want to lose my humanity. Yeah. I want to, you know, I... I yeah, like I, I think that's where I kind of stand on it. Is like I, it was it, like we were talking about in one of them. I think it was Daybreakers. I was like, you know, every time I watch a vampire movie, I want to go sit out in the sun for a couple hours. Oh yeah, it, you like, did say that because it makes you feel like, oh man, I should really enjoy yeah, being alive. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I am completely wrong, and I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. It means for... it, you kept an open mind, yeah. and we talked it out. We, I love that, though, but I love that you would actively... I don't know. I don't know. I just so associate you with Twilight <laughs> that I'm like, yes, that's the storyline you want. Yeah, but she's crazy. I don't want to stay 17 forever. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was so ridiculous. happy to turn 18, to go yeah. to college, to turn 21, to turn 25. Like, yeah, it was. Those were those were good times, man. Those were good times. Seriously, I get yeah. it. I get it. Anybody Aging who wants to say time. sixteen or seventeen forever, I'm like, there's something seriously wrong. Yeah, with it's you. a little scary to be like, ew. Why would you want to stay there? That feels so stunted. And some people do stay there, and it's sad. Yeah. And I don't give them my number. <laughs> Julia just made the best face. I love doing that. She her face contorted so bad just now when I said that. That was hilarious. My 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 mouth opened wider than I thought it could. Yeah, I was, was in, I was shook. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I am excited. I want to see what that dynamic is. I want to see where the the love between mm. the human and the yeah. like. And is she trying to pull him over, or is he trying to pull her over? And what yeah. that does to their relationship. And does he love her back, Ooh. or is she obsessed? Is she, she gonna do- pull like what her father did? That is true. If if that's what he did, and you know, like it is very, uh, you could uh, people do fall in love with their like. Um, I was about to their like, sires, yeah, yeah, to, yeah and whoever fall. sired you, or, yeah, no, well, or, or turned you. That's what I mean. Not even that. I'm, I'm I was thinking about like people <gasps> who fall in love with like their therapist oh. or like their psychologist. They're like they care about me and they're listening to me and like, like they're no, giving no. me attention. Like, they're and it's, paid like, to they're do that. They're paid to do that. That is their job. Yeah, it does not mean they love you. That's so that funny. Way. That that's an, in an episode of The Sopranos. Oh, he says it to his therapist. He's like, "I love you." She's like, "You no, you don't." But I'm glad you try. You feel like you trust me and that you feel like we have yeah. a bond. That means I'm doing a good job. Yes. And it's like, you don't know anything about me. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder what that relationship, how that relationship developed outside. But anyway, <laughs> let's actually watch the movie. I'm very excited now. Me I've too. like hyped myself up for this. Yes. Um, 
Uh, I'm stoked. Yeah. And if the movie doesn't turn out how we wanted it to, we'll write it. We'll write it. We'll write it. It'll be a drama for the ages. Yes. Um, Okay, so go watch Dracula's Daughter. Um, Come meet us back here. We'll be joined by Will Sharp to talk about Dracula's Daughter. (laughs) Bye. Bite me. And we're back. We just finished watching Dracula's Daughter. Oh gosh, it's not 1939. Six? 1936. Perfect. We we honestly, like right before we started watching it, we like texted Will. We were like, wait, are we watching the right one? Like (laughs) we had to make sure. I had to double check too. That's why I think it's six. Because I was like, is it? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Good old black and white. Well, we are joined today by Will Sharp. Uh, we were <laughs> we were explaining a little bit earlier the way we came to Will and the Will was brought into our crazy world of Bite Me is you know it's like that game of telephone but with people. It's like my brother knows his sister's boyfriend and right. I was at dinner with a bunch of them and I was telling Will earlier I was like I did that thing where I'm like I don't know anybody I'm really nervous so I'm just gonna talk about my podcast which. Okay, we don't give people enough credit for how much people love vampires. Because, like, my brother was like, he was like, girl, you got, like, that whole table on your side. And, like, you, all you said was, I do a podcast on vampires. And everyone was like, what? Um, <laughs> right. and, you should lead with that. Yeah. I know. I should be like, hi, I'm yeah. Julia. And I have a podcast about vampires. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and his sister, Sarah, was like, my brother freaking loves vampires. And we're always looking for vampire aficionados. Our whole thing is, I love vampires. And Bacola does not. So I always like having right, yeah. more people on my side. So we'll... Now that I've given that convoluted intro, yeah. <laughs> tell us about yourself. Floor is yours. One, I'm glad I could tip the scales towards <laughs> monsters for this yeah. episode. I I love I do love vampires. I love monsters in general. Um, Sarah was probably bringing it up uh, out of trauma from all the monster movies that I made her watch as a kid. Um, she's probably like, yeah, he really does. It's it's, it's actually a it's problem. Like, he ruined my um, childhood. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is a great time to bring this up. I just always loved old, new, just anything with the creature or monster yeah. or anything in it. And vampires are really fun because they just can reinvent them and just you can go, they can go funny, sexy, you know, scary, yes. you know, so many different things. So it's a really versatile monster. So yeah, I keep coming back to it. I like, can you show us what's on your shirt? Yeah. It looks like you oh, got some monsters. I did. I picked it out special. Yeah, this is this is actually from a different movie, but this is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, I got a little. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> um, so you were the one actually who recommended Dracula's Daughter to us. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about, have you seen this before? Is this an old favorite? Or is this one that you were like, no, I really want to check this out. Like, what's your connection with this movie? Yeah, I've I've seen it many times. I really like it. I think it's it's kind of like underrated. You know, I think at the time and even today, like there's no Bela Lugosi, so that was like a big yeah. thing where people were like, where, "Where's the where's the guy?" But I think it's like really there's like a lot of really interesting things that it does, and like none of the other vampire movies do. Um, it's like during the code, so there's like they can't get away with as much. That's what we said. But we were like, like, "There's going to be no neck biting because of the yeah. Hayes Code. Right. Like it's going right. to be very. It's going to be platonic biting." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but then what they can do within that is, yeah, I was always, I think especially as, as I got older, I liked it more, because mm-hmm. I saw them as kids, or I saw all these movies as a kid, and I always thought, you know, like, that it's, it's I liked her, I liked, and I liked the Sandor, her, her, like, her yeah, servant no, guy. Great. Yeah, he's great. He's great. His um, familiar, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I think as a kid, I latched onto that one. That was, like, the one I was, <laughs> like, this guy's has like a little hat and he goes out and does her bidding for her. And uh, as a kid, that's like a more of a 
creative kind of character. But yeah, like as I grew older, I, I really like her, I like the character of Countess Zaleska, I think. Mm-hmm. Is, is, yeah. So I always just kind of like over the years, I guess I just kind of got more into it. And, and now it's kind of, yeah, one of my like, I'd say it's like after the first Dracula, probably the next. And in some ways, it's a lot better. And it kind of resembles more of a movie of today. So it's easier to show people. You know, I agree. Dracula can sometimes bore people. but We were talking about know. that earlier. We were talking about the the pace of Dracula. Uh, we were like, because we were, we were trying to guess <laughs> right. like what the 30s considers horror. And we were like, yeah. well, a lot of times 30s, it's like the jump scares or the like, you know, jump scares. But like the, the quick, sorry, I guess this is a podcast, but I did that in air quotes in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the candor of my voice. We were, we were just talking about like how when we, because we did watch the Bela Lugosi Dracula, um, I think in season one or two. Yeah. And we were talking about how slow it all was. And, and, and this one was actually, I enjoyed that. It, it, it was a good pace. I completely agree with what you said about it being a, a more modern arc we love that it's an hour and 11 minutes we were like oh (laughs) yes like they're here and then something that really surprised both of us was how much it really picks up right from where dracula ended like i was thinking maybe it was going to be like a year later but it's like no van helsing is like oh i just staked him right yeah i love that yeah and we were laughing too because we actually just watched daybreakers which also deals with trying to find a vampire cure Mm -hmm. um so it was interesting to see this this version's take on it and that it was this like psychological uh, i guess to give like a quick overview it's oh my gosh i feel like i'm gonna butcher this you, do you want to give us a quick overview, overview, Will? I feel like you've seen it before, so you can give a better synopsis. I, I'm going to be like, there was a sexy uh, sure. woman and then a psychiatrist, and I don't know. <laughs> like you said, it's right after the other one ends. But we're literally like in the castle, the same set. Van Helsing's just killed Dracula. So, of course, he gets when the cops show up, and they're like, oh, there's a man with a full stake through his heart. And you, oh, you did this? Like, that was well, the worst arrest, arrest scene. They were like, what's yeah. happening? I was like, clearly the only alive man <laughs> is the murderer. <laughs> he he should have just left. They never would have just like, like, fingerprints or, you know, no. just no, walk you away. Yeah. Stake, you can burn it. Oh. Yeah, you could no do fingerprints. Right, then never get a murder weapon. He's uh, such a yeah, vampire slayer. scary Julia. Oh my God. Yeah, she's ready. <laughs> see, that's, <laughs> that's why you got to watch vampire movies. See? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so of course he gets arrested for killing a man with a wooden stake through the heart and then calls upon just like a friend like a student he once had who he just for some reason thinks stands the best chance of getting him off for murder and uh that student comes to i guess he's an american he comes to london uh, to defend him but then over the course at, at the same time uh we meet uh this this mysterious countess Celeska, who's who's trying to destroy dracula's body because uh she wants to break her like you were saying is break the mm. curse so uh yeah and then she she's got this guy that helps her out with it we talked about sandor earlier and, <laughs> and he's great and yeah and then so then she but then she meets the psychiatrist through that because he's in town i guess <laughs> yeah she just happens to go to a party i guess <laughs> just like this is very serendipitous no, that's, that's really oh, yeah. truly that's what happened that. she like goes to a cocktail yeah. party and she's like hello you can fix my like, brain like yeah interesting thing that this does like you were saying with daybreakers it's like more like about i guess i didn't see day but it's more like a, a science or biology kind yeah, of approach it's to good. it or, it's a good one yeah that's that's this on my list I, yeah, this one's interesting because you could tell like psychology was still like an interesting kind of science you know people were still kind of like oh you know still kind of talk, afraid talk of, of the it, town. it seemed of it like not yeah. afraid or like but like skeptical of yeah. it like yeah yeah 
and like kind of unsure of like where what it can actually even do like in this one she's kind of like what is this psychology i've heard of couldn't cure vampirism <laughs> like, yeah yeah like maybe yeah. you could can you use hypnosis to make me not a vampire anymore and that's like she just latches onto this one thing he says at like a cocktail party where he's like yeah maybe you know you could feel released from you know psychological therapy and so she's like you're my ticket out of this and then so it's just a tragic character she's trying to wean herself off yeah. of uh being a vampire but she keeps succumbing. We say she's not very good. Uh, and then, then it kind of becomes more of a standard monster movie when she kind of says, you know what, screw it. Like, I'm just going to take this guy and <laughs> take it back to my castle with me. And then it's, then it just becomes like a, you know, rescue him, which, which yeah. Um, <laughs> that, no, that was, that was great. That was great. I was like, cause it's like, I feel like I got so caught up in my questions that I sometimes had a, a, a hard time focusing in on what was actually happening. And so like what I really wanted to know was I was really interested in the relationship between Dracula and his daughter. And I was actually really bummed that that wasn't explored. You know, obviously we got that she hated him, but like, that's such an interesting part of the story. And we just don't get any of it. Like, I want to know, is she his biological daughter somehow? Is she somebody that he stole from a village and turned into a vampire because he wanted a daughter? And like, maybe I missed it, but I think I spent so much time trying to find that non-existent answer Mm. that then I like, came back and I was like, wait, why is she suddenly in love with him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that was, that was a twist for me was, was her suddenly being like, actually, no, screw this. I want to keep you forever now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Like that's, that's like the bummer. Cause you're kind of rooting for it first. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then it, it's kind of, it seems like unexplained Like she just kind of switches on it at the end. And it's also strange to your point. Like she's, you know, she's, yeah. Is she the biological daughter? That's really interesting. Did he have her like, you know, somewhere in the 1700s and then she just kept living on or, or is she like, you know, he doesn't usually refer to her or like, you know, his brides don't refer to themselves as his daughters. Oh you know, God. Like weird, oh, you know oh, what I mean? That's... Like we're not daughters of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so you know, like, cool. They, but they kind of, they kind of give her the same origin. You just changed when, the when, rating of this when, podcast. Right. Yeah. That's the, the Hayes code was like, we got to change the name on this. <laughs> Uh, but you, you know, because they, they kind of say like, you know, over the like, I think Ben Helsing says like, over the years, he's taken many other people and made them into vampires. Yes. Which is what we usually call like, yeah, like his brides or his victims. You know, we don't really refer to them as his kids, and so that's interesting. So she's like, I'm his daughter. So yeah, and and she then she returns to his castle like it's hers. You know, and she's she's a countess. So like, it does kind of imply that she's she is like maybe like his biological daughter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that I think would but be yeah. such an interesting movie. Like, right. <laughs> like it would be like the dark version of Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is about Drac and his daughter. But, you know, it's a fun cartoon. It's lovely. L.A. I'm made a bunch of like... see that. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's really adorable. Yeah. I hadn't seen it either. It's very cute. I I was more confused by the psychologist assistant. I liked her, though. I liked her a lot. Oh, I liked yeah, her yeah. character. And she really kind of threw a wrench at everything. And I love it. She was a catalyst of a lot of things that I didn't expect her to be a catalyst of. I was like, girl, look at you moving your way up from assistant to main character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something I really liked about her is I, I actually thought that, that was such an example of such smart writing. Because from the moment she's introduced, we're watching them bicker. And I turned to Bacola. I'm like, they're in love with each other. 
Yeah. And she was like, maybe. And then we watched a little bit more and I was like, no, she's in love with him. him. Yeah. And it was so nice because it's never said. And it's just, and, and, and I feel like that nuance of trying to write in the attraction isn't so much there as much anymore. Like, I feel like it's very blatant. It's someone being like, oh my God, who I is she? You. Or like, yeah. Yeah. It's all so very like, uh, it projected yeah, and, and out there. And face. so it was so fun to watch that and be like, I think I know what's going on, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. And then for me, that made the payoff so much better of like, oh, we were right. Like, okay. And so, yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like old movies are usually so over the top. So I think that's what was also super surprising. Like, mm. I feel like most old movies I've seen, the assistant would have come in, draped herself on the doctor, and been like, <laughs> when are you going to see me as more than your assistant, darling? Vicola hates yeah, me as an example. She always yeah. uses me as a prop, and I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> yes, she did. As the minute you said yes. <laughs> What was something that would have fleshed this movie out for you a little bit more? And then what is something that you're like, oh, I love that this hasn't been explored? Mm. One of the coolest things about this movie is that there is these, you know, queer undertones with the the Zaleska character. And I know they wanted to go farther and the Hayes Code stepped Mm. in and there there is another cut that they were like, no, no, no. Which is crazy because this cut feels like (laughs) this is already pretty suggestive, but like, I kind of like, you know, like the understatedness does maybe make uh, enhance the scene in a way. Uh, yeah. So like maybe it's kind of the ambiguity of what she's, whether she just wants her blood or, you know, she's clearly, there's clearly more to it than whatever the, the vampire sees in their prey is, is it's not just food, you know, there's something yeah. else to it mm-hmm. too. And I think this movie does a good job of kind of like not really marrying down exactly what a vampire, it, you know, wants or with their victim or, you know, just, just in suggests. And I think that's kind of like, that's good for that character. Things that like you said that I did expect to see. Yeah. Or uh, like, or cause like something we always ask each other at the, at the top of it is like, you know, what tropes do you think we're going to see? Um, oh, gotcha. what, what like rang true, but I, I'm also curious cause it's well, like, like vampire you've also stuff. Seen, yeah. Like, and you've also seen a bunch. So like, I, what's something that you're just like, you know, tropes aside, okay, for example, like oh, gotcha. psychology, like, you know, vampire, <laughs> vampirism being like a mental thing. Like that's something yeah. I've never heard before. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I mean, that is that is a really, and I rewatched it today just to like recap. Um, and that was something that stuck out to me. I was like, that's a really cool piece of like the, the rules change. Like I think you're saying yeah. like the tropes, like the rules in each, like how you kill a vampire, how you could, like we never actually get, confirmation on whether it would work like i kind of almost like to think that it wouldn't have oh, and that she was just kind of like you know like she just kind of fixate on it because she's so you know Grasping. desperate and crazy yeah. over it and like she's just like a psychologist you know it's kind of a new idea she's like this you know she's from far east she hasn't heard of maybe like this guy's talking at a party and she's just like okay like that could work let's try it and you know that's that's that is the cool thing but i guess like the weird thing okay the weird thing that i would expect to happen now from vampire movies is like you stake them and they you know they explode or they dissolve yes. or whatever yeah. so, so you don't get blamed for murder after you stake one and in this <laughs> in this version no you, you gotta hide the body afterwards it sticks around and then yeah and then yes. the police show up and you're just standing there for some reason um, <laughs> sorry you're like no i promise yeah. yes fangs that's something that's new was was watching the doctor being like i'm not crazy but I also don't want to be tried for murder. Like it yeah. was, it was such an interesting balance of like, no, you don't understand. Like, and I feel like that came up a lot in Buffy. Um, even though the bodies did disappear, I remember like in the pilot, she was like, no, you don't understand. The reason I burned down the schools because it was full of vam. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. 
But that was funny. I, cause I said the same thing to Bacola. I was like, oh my gosh, the inspector is going to go in there and there's going to be nothing in the, in the casket. That's what we thought. Um, and then he was right. there and we were like, cool. oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. You know? That guy kind of looks like Bela Lugosi. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> in a certain light. Him. Yeah. 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 What about you, Bacola? What was, what were some, I guess the opposite then, what were some tropes that stood out to you um, that held true? And then what were also some things that like surprised you? I like that the, like the very blatant, like, oh, I'm in your home and this is the first woman's house I've been in without 60 million mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I have to look at myself. And think about my life choices and realize <laughs> there's a lot of mirrors in my home. <laughs> you felt seen. I you felt hate seen. vampires. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's intended. why you put them all in there. She yeah. vets everybody. She <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah. are you a vampire? She yeah, doesn't invite them here, in please. and then she makes them look into yeah. a mirror. That's exactly what you like some garlic? garlic? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just like to eat there it raw. Was there garlic in this one, speaking of. There was no garlic no, in this one. No garlic. The mirrors was that one was prevalent. They, they didn't harp on the, you have to invite somebody in, but I think they did technically like invite her in at the top, top of the party. party. Yep. And then the yeah. other times they were in her home, so she didn't need to be invited. Yeah. Um, they, you know, right. they did the neck, or, alluded to neck biting, yes. but we didn't see it, which we knew because we, we've been, we've been tracking that. We're like, if it's an, if it's before a certain time, you will they not see neck biting. biting. They're going to, yeah. they're going to call that too sexual. And then no whole, oh, oh, that was surprising. She held a cross. In the very yeah. beginning, yes. when she was burning, I was gonna say, that one was strange, and I'm not sure. Do you have any like I don't know? Have you heard a different theories. version of the lore or why that was allowed? I think yeah, like she wouldn't even be able to pick it up, let alone you know, let alone like yeah, like hold it. And, and it's interesting. I noticed at this time that like Sandor looks away when she like picks it up. He's like oh, like so he's like not even maybe a person or really. But I, he's I still he's, he's still like, human, right? I think I, I he later was. he's like, you, you promised me eternal life. Like, I figured he was like the what we do in the shadows. I know. Lady. I was like, you know, he reminded me of like, Guillermo. Yeah. I was so sad for him. I was like, oh, Xander. <laughs> yeah. He's hanging out. He's just like, come on. Like, I'm, I'm not getting any younger I would be one of the cool kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but he kind of like goes like, oh, the cross. Like, so it's interesting. Like, because he's like such a freak. Like later he's, she's playing the piano. And he's like, maybe they're vampire wings. That was and, like, so weird. Such a toxic friend. Like he's like trying to get her to relapse. Literally. But, like, it's yeah. it always like he's an they're both addicts but she's also the drug dealer yeah. so like instead of trying to help her he's like no get <laughs> come on bro. yeah yeah, yeah get he's more let's do it <laughs> He's like, he doesn't want to cure, he doesn't want her to cure herself. He's like, he's like, that probably won't work, the psychology thing, but just in case it does, like, I, I want to, like, kill this guy, because, like, she's my ticket to immortality. Yeah, but he he does, like, the weird, like, he looks away from the cross yeah. thing, so I, I don't know uh, if that was just, like, an earlier you know edit of the movie where he was more of a ghoul or something but yeah but yeah but she can hold the cross so yeah i mean like all that's kind of out the window i guess <laughs> just play it loose you brought up a really good point about the you know like she, he sees her as kind of her his meal ticket to immortality do you guys think he meant to shoot her do you think he had a bad aim or do you think he mm. was like screw you mm-hmm. i've given you probably 20 he years of his life and yeah random so do you think it was revenge or a misfire this time i kind of felt like he he wanted to kill her because he just quickly he didn't react and then he like mm-hmm. then he shot the other guy after or he tried yeah. to and like yeah maybe he was just like such like spiteful they did have that whole character arc where he was scorned but you're right because they are standing close to each other so it could just be like whoops sorry boss like <laughs> that's what I, that's yeah. what i thought at first and then I was, and, and even Bacola mentioned, you were like, yeah, well, he missed terribly when the guy when was running up. In. Yeah. But then I was like, yeah. he seems 
okay with it. Yeah, he seems he seems yeah. vindictive and he seems not upset. Yeah. That yeah. she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. And I think they did a really good job of having enough of those like little ambiguities that like you can talk about it. And and that's another thing too, is like a lot of times because these movies can be so cheesy, they're all just like nicely wrapped up in the right. 30, like, you know, older movies. But yeah, that was something I really, I really enjoyed about that. And I yeah. enjoyed well, okay, I like rolled my eyes sometimes, but then I also enjoyed it. It felt like there were certain things that they over explained that they could have ended yeah. slightly earlier. Like, I did really like that cut away to the first man she killed. Or like, you, you see, we watch her, you know, seduce him or... or uh, oh, yeah. Great scene, too. It's, it's just yes. The, the ring, oh, how they... Compulsion. The that was a twist on, yeah. the, that was a twist on the trope. Was, yeah. was having yeah. it be an object rather than just her eyes. Right. But they had... The so they had her use her compulsion on him. And then they cut to that scene of him like in that kind of like doctor's gallery. But they yeah. took it too far when they were like, I wish we could just figure out what these pinpricks on his neck were. I was like, oh, you, you yeah. had me right up to that. I was like, oh, that what a cool way to reveal that she actually did attack him. Yeah. Um, and then they just like took it like, Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, there was a lot of faith. So that when they mention it later, they're like, these are the these are the things that the psychiatrists are putting together to figure out who she is. Because we, yeah, they need us to True. be. They know that we're further ahead than them, but uh, they need to explain to us how he got there. That's such a good point. Yeah. Right. So I think it was necessary, and you know, at a hundred and eleven minutes. I think they were really making sure that every scene was necessary, honestly. Wait, was it 111 or I mean, an hour and 11? An hour and 11. Oh, I, I was about to be like, you one. watched a different movie than I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to see that cut because I, I know there's some scenes that were... <laughs> they put in all the tapes. Oh. Oh, yeah. She other. found the uncut versions. Aleska oh runs off with the assistant. They oh fall madly God. in love. That, yeah, that there is, they do imply like there's something there, they too. They definitely do. Yeah. And even at the, right at the beginning, she says, I just want to, I couldn't tell if she wanted to say, I want to live with a woman or as a woman. Like, I thought from the beginning it was a gay movie. I was like, oh, this is a lesbian vampire movie. I don't think so, and then, but I love that for you. I, and then she, and then well, she Free woman, with, yeah. She's yeah. like, I want to, I, I can be free finally. So you, yeah, you can kind of, I think, yeah, you know. I, I would have loved this to turn into the vampire Thelma and Louise. No, <laughs> like uh, at the end when she's like waiting for the guy to, to arrive, you know, she's got the, she, she took the assistant as bait and she's, she kind of says something where like, like Sandor says like, you won't be able to resist her for long or like, and she's like, well, you better, yeah, you're right. He better get here quick or like, you know, I'm going to, you know, do whatever to her. Like, I wonder what was before the Hayes coat, you know, before they yeah. got in there. And you made such a good point earlier when you were like, they are, are playing with what actually draws a vampire in. Is it more than blood? Because she hasn't bitten Xander. Yeah. So like there must be some attraction component to it as well. Not that into you, dude. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yo, she <laughs> she's literally like, needs your blood to survive and she's still not going anywhere. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, I don't really like, no. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other, I feel like this was such a good solid one that I'm even trying to think of like questions to ask you guys because it's like yeah I feel like there was enough ambiguity but then also enough like we understood why everybody was doing what they were doing which is refreshing yeah like there has been a couple uh, we like we watched oh gosh I think it was like the Winona Ryder Dracula and it was oh all over the one. place oh you love yeah. it <laughs> Yeah, Bram Stoker's the, the yeah, Coppola Bram one. Stoker. Yeah. yeah, I was so confused by that. It was one. very confusing, but everyone was so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's like a 
that's like the crazy one. That's like the almost like borderline like psychedelic, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's all yes. over the place. Uh, yeah, I love that one just because it's so weird. It's like very accurate. To, it's kind of like the like almost like a Romeo plus Juliet. That's like the one with so Leo funny. I was just gonna say I want to see a Baz Luhrmann vampire movie. Can yeah. You imagine that. Just oh, the no. music and the glitter and you said the glitter. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why we fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you on my side on this? No glitter. I, you know, I'm not going to say never to that. I mean, Baz Luhrmann, you know, I, Romeo plus Juliet, I think that movie's great. So that's, you know, that's a... <laughs> great movie, but no yeah. glitter. But it feels like yeah. it has the glitter. Like the, the parties and stuff. Okay, you know fine. what I mean? Fine. The, the Twilight fan in you is like, you I know. Some glitter <laughs> in there. Well, we were, we were watching The Lost Boys. And oh, the yeah. part where they're like covered in blood and they pulled away and I was like, that's black glitter. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But if it had been a stylistic choice, a la Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. It would be amazing. Well, yeah. Schumacher probably was. I do like, yeah, that's one thing I like about Lost Boys, that it is just like very glitzy and over the top. And, you know, like he is a, pretty much all his stuff, too, is pretty <laughs> heightened. And, yes. uh, you know, his Batman movies 80s. are really over the top. And, very 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you have a favorite vampire movie? Like how and where does Dracula's oh Daughter God. rate on that scale? Over the years, it's gone up, moved up the list. Uh, so it's actually like, yeah, it's pretty. It's does that mean like you've seen more now. and more bad ones, so it keeps getting higher? Oh, it, it, or it's maybe just like that. It, well. that. Yeah, it's, it's in the upper percentile now. But yeah. I, I mean, I, it's even moved up past other ones. Like I like like I debate sometimes with the first one whether I like this one or not more. Oh, like with ooh. you know like but favorite of all time that uh. I know you guys watched Let Let the Right One In, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, I think that's that's up there. That's just and that one just because it's like it's a really cool new I take on you know exploring an interesting kind of relationship a vampire could have with someone, and it's also really disturbing. So that's yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, it's like when it's, that's up there for like actually very scary vampire movies. Yeah, that's up there. I really, you know, and this is I, I was I was talking to you earlier on text, <laughs> Julia, about this. I didn't want to like say what miniseries i saw because it's kind of a reveal that it's about vampires oh that's awesome there's a, though there's a, there's a there's a recent miniseries that I, I guess i won't say the name of it but it's on netflix and if you're watching it and you, and you just happen to see it and you're like oh vampires have shown up now this must have been what he was talking about that's like honestly one of my favorite vampire things i've I ever have seen. to know what this is i now. think wait wait can i guess is it midnight mass it is midnight mass <laughs> Yeah, it is. But, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I but I haven't up, watched yeah. it with the name like Midnight Mass. I'm it's not, not the only reveal, true. and it it's not even like a. I I debated. I was like, should I just like when I was texting you about, it, I was like, should I just say it because it is like, it's not like the big reveal, and it's not like it's a. Yeah, it's, I love it's that just there's kind a bigger where, reveal than them being vampires. You're like that's yeah small that's potatoes. Small potatoes. <laughs> It's like midway through. They're like, by the way, this is what's going on here. Oh. Um, and, and they never use the word. Yeah, the way it takes that lore and the way it kind of, you know, kind of updates it and uses it in this very like, you know, and like just kind of like a Romero zombie movie where like the, the vampire thing is just a catalyst to get yeah. the human stuff, you know, like yes. how, how people treat each other in crisis is and, or, you know, and it's about like fundamentalism and, you know, it's about uh, religion and, um, and it's not anti-religious, but it, it, you know, it just kind of talks about that. Uh, I think it uses his vampires in this really creative way, like a, in an obvious way that I'm like, I can't believe no one's done this before. Yeah. But, mm. yeah. 
Oh, I um, love oh, I need to check that out because it sounds like something I feel yeah. like I would really love about that is that what you were saying about like they were more using like the vampires as kind of the framework for the discussion is that's how I've always described Buffy yes. to people. I was like, Buffy yeah. used monsters to allegorically talk about real life monsters. You know, and you're able to talk about things a little more freely when they're masked like that. Like mm. I was telling Bacola, I just went to the Museum of Pop Culture up in Seattle and they talked a lot about how sci-fi specifically and vampire, I feel like kind of, it's more fantasy, but I feel like it sometimes falls into that sci-fi-y thing, but they're saying how it's, you can take these fantastical worlds. I mean, fantasy too does it and, and really hone in on one specific aspect of the human experience because you're not just being like, I don't know, like I feel like Doctor Who did like xenophobia right. a bunch, but they did it with actual aliens like from space and you yeah. they were able to then take that and be like now think about how you treat people who look different or act different from you um so that's something that i do uh I've, we didn't get that in dracula's yeah. daughter uh it, <laughs> that one was do not well, trust the the scary hot woman from transylvania but <laughs> yeah oh definitely that xenophobia <laughs> is a big part of like the dracula movies mm. but but there but there is we're talking about the, the queer subtext too like there is ways of talking about Vampirism is has been many things, but like oftentimes it is like uh, it's very sexualized. It's yeah. very you know yeah. you know people who are approached as a, like a and the, and the thing about like I think Lost Boys does this too, kind of like a, a similar, but like kind of talks about like queer identity. In Lost Boys, it's kind of it's like it's like a temptation and kind of mm. keep it secret or you know Dra you know Dracula's daughter. I think that is actually like a really cool thing about it is that it does like it's very human first. The monster stuff kind of just accentuates yeah. that kind of drama and most good monster movies the best ones benefit from that like you, you have a entry point you know you, a way of understanding that's like more human like it's not just this crazy monster you know there's absolutely there's something about it yeah what aspects of this do you think made it classified as a horror i don't i honestly couldn't tell you i think it's just it just has to do with the time mm. um and mm. the subject yeah, yeah. I think that's the only thing that classifies it as a horror because no aspect of it was horrific. We're, we like can't do horror. Like we're very easily scared. Yeah. And both of us were like, yes, this is this a very is nice this. movie. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I agree, Bacola. Like it's, I think it's, like, it's just at this time, it's like if you make a movie about vampires, then it is a horror movie. Clearly like, yeah, it's, it's scary. Kinda, yeah. We talk like, about blood. We say, yeah. Yeah. Right. It was more like genre kind of almost at the time, whereas like there were these certain subjects that were just, you know, absolutely always taboo, horror, yeah, you know, like yeah. blocky kind of stuff. Now it's like a little bit more, you can make an artsy, you know, maybe, you know, a movie about vampires and have it be, well, I mean, you know, Twilight, I wouldn't say it's a horror film. You know? Um, or, you know, there's, but there's Cola some, would. She's like, that, yeah. that shit's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's the, I, I mean, don't I've seen those movies. That, Twilight. Yeah. I've read all the books. I just yeah, well, okay. not hold up well. No. And absolutely. shouldn't have held up at all. Actually, that's a good... Did you ever read or watch Twilight? <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. So my, my girlfriend, uh, I've watched them actually several times. Like, ah! all like the whole series. I haven't read is any she, of Is she a I, vampire fan too? Not really. Like, I don't think she'd consider herself a vampire. She also really liked Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, ah, so this, the Winona <laughs> really, Ryder one. one of the few movies. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she's not like a monster fan and like vampires, I guess, would maybe be at the top of her list of monsters. But even then, like, it's just really Twilight. Yeah. So which, which, which barely counts. Yeah. So, shout out to Will's yeah, girlfriend. She, yeah. Twilight. Yeah. 
I, yeah, like Twilight, you know, same criticisms. I'm like, I kind of agree with a lot of the criticisms on that, as far as like, you know, whether it's the, the relate the central relationship is really bad, <laughs> toxic. Like, it's like you you have to watch like several movies of these people that just should not be together. Yep. Slowly, just entwine themselves forever. It's like it's yep. even worse than just they date. Like they're just like now we're gonna live forever together forever um but yeah. Cole has been waiting for someone to come on here and say that no but so yeah. many people have come on here and say that, said that and you and i just refuse, willfully ignore just it just ignore it and willfully yeah. ignore it. i see the pun there i see what you were doing you see how she's yeah. oh i'm not even that smart wow. I'm, wow. No, yeah. i have yeah. a question for both of you yes do you think this movie and this is just me. Maybe I might be thinking a little too hard about it. Do you think this movie was a bit of a meditation on grief? Because she was saying that, you know, he is controlling her from the other side and things like that. Maybe she did not hate her father as much as she we thought she did. Ooh. Ooh. You got real yeah, deep with that. Or when you have like a, you know, like a toxic parent that passes away and it's like complicated interesting read on it too where she's kind of like she's like i have a hard time forgetting or you know part of me wants to yeah forget him and just burn him and get rid of him but then other part of you know he lives on through me and that is a really cool piece of dialogue where she's talking about do you believe that like yeah like, uh, you know someone beyond the grave can affect mm. you and the psychologist guy's like no of course not but like you're right if he was a better psychologist maybe he would he'd kind of <laughs> understand what she meant by yeah. that you know like, he, he, yeah. he might he might make that same connection that you did which is that <laughs> Yeah, this sounds like grief, you know. Yeah, I really like that, actually, because I got too caught up in the logistics of it, if you will. I was thinking, like, oh, that's so crazy that she's still a vampire, because I know a lot of the lore is like, oh, if you um, kill the the person who sired all the people, everyone he sired dies. And so, like, I was having all these, like, discussions. I I was trying to figure out mechanics of it that I think. The, the rules yeah i and i'm so yeah. focused on the rules mainly because like we talk about them a lot yeah. that i think i do sometimes yeah. miss the finer points the, like yeah. that i really like that actually because i just felt like that was part of the humanity talk that we always bring up with vampires like they are literally battling with how human they are and that's mm. the one thing that i know a, a couple of our other guests have mentioned and that you've mentioned julia right that that's why they like it so much because it's constantly this duality of living forever and not having consequences and still wanting to keep the humanity of the little thought that all us humans have in our heads that is like this will end you know mm. one day so what are we going to do with the time we have yeah and right. to not have to deal with that and then to immediately have to deal with it because your father who you thought was going to live forever ah. passes away what does that do to you yeah yeah and then for her to what she does is and it's because she has to she has to go back to the soil so what she does is immediately go back home Mm. to her father's home right you know what i mean so like what does that what does that mean and like even having the soil near you and kind of like um so i i might have been looking at it too much like that but i was trying to look at the story outside like what we were trying to talk about outside of the vampire-ness of it all on her end, because I couldn't understand why she was like, I want this man now to live with me forever. Is it that she saw him as a father figure, the psychiatrist? Or she was like, I don't want to be lonely and I don't mm. like this familiar guy. Like, what What was the pull? <laughs> Xander's to be gotta like, go. Xander can't stay. <laughs> Xander but, can't be yeah. who I live with for the rest <laughs> of my life. So, like, what is the pull to be like, this man is the man yeah he listens and he like is it that she gave he gave her five minutes of attention yeah and she was like you're mine now this is how that works you know that's so true that's so i really like it being a 
knee-jerk reaction to the fear of loneliness because to me that makes it make more sense because like i I was like oh this is i mean i know she had some flirtation with him but like this is kind of a lot Uh, and and that's something we do honestly though actually but that's something we talk about a lot is that the quick romance doesn't always register for us in movies which is why we really love watching slow burn television shows yeah with the vampire stuff yeah. I, and I guess I get it a little bit more with her because it's like, you know, she's, I've been alive for so long. Yeah. Like, I I know what I want. Yeah. It's you. Let's lock it down forever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Like, they did at least talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once or twice. And like, you're right. Like, she's kind of like, she probably looks at all people as like these fleeting. We, we have no idea how, like we were saying earlier, like, what's her story? Like, is she his daughter from a long time ago? Yeah. She might have been alive for hundreds of years. You know, she could be like Edward where she's just... <laughs> <laughs> been around for a while and she's kind of gotten weird you know with it she's kind of like all people are just kind of like these fleeting like you're gonna be gone who cares like i'll kill you you know uh, and then she meets this guy where she's just kind of like you're cool enough you're, you, you have these new ideas that i think are really interesting and because that's the thing is like, he's such a jerk when we first meet him like you're like why are these two women like kind of fighting over him he's like yeah because like she does seem to like it, it does seem romantic like it doesn't just seem like she picked him because he knew about the psychology thing at first but then at some point yeah, she just, definitely, yeah, she definitely fell for him. It is a jump, yeah. I think. Yeah. You can tell with the two women when they had the conversation where she's like, his assistant's like, she, he left. And she's like, why lie? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the best. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my favorite line in the movie. But yeah, she's like, Gloria Holden, I think the, the actor, like the way she like delivers that too. Like she's like, doesn't even flinch. She's like, what good was lying? Like she, she's, yeah. I forget what she said. It's like, well, was it even worth it to lie to me? Just like, <laughs> yeah. like just, just like without missing a beat just like that was pathetic anyways like <laughs> oh, oh, yep. just That's like exactly walks past was. she was like girl please yeah yeah girl please like well that was weird you just made it even weirder so that's <laughs> cool <laughs> with you yeah. I thought she was really good at the stillness and the power from yeah. that stillness and and we were talking about it we were like this could have easily been boring but she does so much mm-hmm. with her eyes, with her voice. Yeah. Um, oh. And that. And then because scene. of the. She's... Oh, 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 yes. Every eye movement, every like lash flutter, every every subtle lid movement, if you will, um, yeah. is just so powerful because it was just like they had such control. And again, like I said, I think I'm so used to seeing some of these older ones being so over the top. And so, yeah. and maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe I'm comparing them a bit more to silent films. Cause I did kind of go into this being like, Oh, I'm getting oh, like a silent yeah. film vibe. And those are just all over the place. Like they've got eyes the size of saucers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, think, I think you thought that because it was black and white, but it needed to be black and white for the theme. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it black and white because for choice? Because they had the technology. Yeah, I think it was back and white because that was the budget. And, you know, like, because when, when did the, I should know this. Uh, oh, we were saying the same thing. You were like, how do we not know? It was, um, uh, the Wizard of Oz. Bit, com- it was at the turn of the century. Not the century. The yeah. turn of the, de- the, the year. The century. Yeah, no, it was the turn of the century. So it was 1990s. 1900s. Okay. I was like, <laughs> ma'am, we had color way before the 1990s. Yeah. <laughs> so the 1900s. That's I think they really perfected. I know, but I think you're right. I think um, Wizard of Oz was the first Technicolor thing, right? I just looked it up. It's 1939. So I, I think, like, yeah, this was not like a choice. Like, it, like if there was, oh, like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I know they were like, they used to like paint back in the like yeah, silent yeah. era. They even like paint the frame. But there was like different techniques, but I don't think it was like anything at that level you know like they, they yeah. went into it being like it's definitely going to be black and white 
And uh, I, but they I made it work to your point. There's, there's also the matching the Bella Lugosi movie. They're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if sure. they are yeah, trying yeah. to be like... <laughs> they would have to oh. stay in theme, yeah. So, so I kind of wish it was a choice, because then I feel like I could applaud them for all of this. That's really what I wanted to do. Be like, they went in there, and they could have chose color, and they said no. Those Universal Monster movies do stay in black and white past that point, too, though. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoons in, like, the 50s, and that's still... I mean, again, it's it's a good way to save money, but it's also... My, marker moody, of the genre. Yeah, yeah I totally. It, it yeah. unites them. It unites the, yeah. the genre of... It gives that, that distinct feel. And, and it is just creepier, because it's like you get so much play with shadow. It yeah. obscures a bunch of stuff. And in I 1936, love. yeah, there wasn't really much choice, but, like, they went into it knowing... Uh, you know, like okay, we're working in with this palette, but you know, then they then they they did everything they could to use that well to the point where now we yeah we look back and we're like oh like wow like it's so it so fits yeah they they didn't have a choice but yeah. they're you know the, using like the light and shadow like you're saying it absolutely fits to the the theme and you know this this gothic vampire world you know you got this you know a lot of it has to take place at night I just the new Batman movie came out and that one's shot in the you know like a kind of you know yeah. they use a lot of uh, older lenses and you know deliberately kind of put things in you know, the, the way Light and Shadow was played with, is, it felt like an old movie to me in a lot of ways. Mm. Like, like, like an old mm-hmm. noir. And I was like, you know, yeah, like those old movies, like in, a lot, in some ways, just like haven't been topped at this kind of mood. You know, like they yeah. just they just nailed it with the shadows. And I love that she has a studio, first of all, that, that she like <laughs> takes her victims to, like an art studio. I love that she's an artist. That's We great. were both yeah. like, girl, do not yeah. follow the strange man yeah. to the yeah. warehouse. house. Right. When she was about to kill herself, though, so I guess she's just like, oh, we'll see what this is. Okay, so that's what I was asking that. I I wasn't 100% sure what was happening. I was like, okay, I I feel like she's probably homeless or maybe not. I wasn't sure. She was going to end it anyway, but then she got scared at the house when it looked like she was attacking her. So I was like, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was just on a night stroll. But or it's the thing, or it's, it's when you're actually confronted with death. You're like, right. yeah. I, if, I'm, if, not. I, I'm not in control of it anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know? that's the sad you, thing. Is, the sad thing is that she, you know, yeah, like who knows if she actually would have done it. Or, you know, they, they heavily imply that. But even so, like, yeah, like she's so much more like vulnerable. Like yeah. setting her up that way. Like she just like kind of like, okay, sure, I'll go with you. And you could tell maybe Sandor looks for that. You know, yes. he, he goes out and he looks for vulnerable people. And like he's, he's been doing this for a while. And that, yeah, that, that adds another whole layer of sadness to this, yeah. this situation. It's like, because you feel for, you know, Gloria Holden's character, and this Leska too. You're talking about like the way it was shot and things that her studio, I love her studio with like the masks on the wall. And like, oh, like did she make those masks? Like, there's all these, you know, it's like fun things to think about. It's like, because it's like this, she has her swanky apartment with no mirrors that we see. And, yes. Like, but then she's got this like kind of more rustic place in it. But like Chelsea, I don't know, Chelsea near the turn of the century or, you know, I don't know. I guess they, they kind of imply it's like a rougher kind of area. Right. Or, you right. know, it's like in this little like staircase that leads behind the bookshop. So like I like that she's got this like she doesn't get her house dirty like when she kills something yeah. <laughs> she she brings them to her like her you know her, like a lot of serial killers have yes. like an area where they you know oh my god I love that time yeah you don't work at home basically and she's like this is yeah. partially just a means of living yeah yeah so, I feel that and yeah. and yeah. that was actually speaking of the the girl that she lured in that was something a, a new trope to enter the arena if you will of the whole put you in this hypnosis or hypnotic state but i'm the only one who can break it 
I thought that was really interesting mm. too, because different, the idea of like, I can tie, like even without the blood, I can like tie your life source to me. Yeah. That was really interesting and added, you know, kind of that cool layer of you need me. Like I, I now have something that you want. I'm going to use your desire for this person. Like these feelings of love and affection that you didn't even realize you right. had for this person against you. I agree with you. She sees it as a transactional kind of thing. Like, oh, you like this person. I can use that. Like she's not, yeah, she's kind of weird. You know, she's trying to like, she's like, she wants him to be her partner. You know, yes. she wants him to be like her. But the way that she decides to do that is to like, like I'll kill this other person you like if you don't, you know, like that's such a detached, weird way to look at like in a relationship. Well, and it asks the question, what can we really blame her if that's literally all she knows? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine that Dracula was necessarily like the best father figure. And so I think that does raise the questions (laughs) of like the sympathetic villain of like, oh yeah, they're, they're problematic, but like we can see where it was from. And like, as weird as it may sound to say, it's not necessarily her fault that she's the way she is. Um, Which is, again, it just goes back to freaking good writing. Yeah. Earlier we we were saying like, we were touching on a, like, what how exact how much is she his daughter really right and like, yeah like and the more we talk about it, like we really need that movie i know like, that, that changes everything like if he raised her then that's like a, another whole layer to this like yeah. you know, like uh, you know because like if she's just like someone he bit one time and then like left her in the street and then like you know never saw her again like that's one thing but like the fact that she goes back to his house later yeah, yeah like uh, she got keys i to think the that castle. kind of exactly yeah like uh, that's so i'm like yeah like you're right like he she went ahead a really weird life, like, <laughs> yeah. like super weird. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh my um, gosh! No, I this one was very high up for me. I yeah. thought it was uh, sharp, smart, clean, yeah. like just nothing really felt unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and I know it's like three hours later for you, so I'd love to do like a round of um, final thoughts because yeah. I I sure. feel like we've had such good conversation about yeah. this and I almost feel like we're making the movie sound smarter than it is because we're also we, we <laughs> into have, it. Yes. We've also talked the same length of the movie about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, I mean, you know, great. to all the filmmakers, like, oh. you know, kudos. Yeah. Like yeah. If you can get people to talk for the duration of your film and like keep that right. Um, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. But Will, do you want to kick us off with your final thoughts? And if you would recommend um, this to someone, which I guess you already you did because you recommended it to I, us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I would. I recommend it to you, and I would do it again. I would recommend this movie to to someone that said, "Hey, what's the, you know?" And, and you were saying clean. That's a good point. This is the one that you can. A lot of vampire movies I want to recommend, but I'm like, no, you know, you don't like blood, or you know, you know. So this is the one that you know pretty much anybody can watch this, yes. and it does. Yeah. There, I think uh, to your point, like, yeah, like we're we're definitely like coming at it from the lens of people of our time. I think a lot of the stuff was intentional um, that we were talking about, like some of the psychology of it. And I guess like, Nicole, I think you were talking earlier about the the mechanics of like, you know, different rules for different, for different vampire movies. Like in this one, it's yeah, like really focuses on the psychology aspect of it. I think that's cool. Cause like vampires we have now get really into the nitty gritty on the rules. And this one kind of, yeah. the, we were getting kind of confused with some of the rules cause they kind of play it loose with that. Yes, kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The vampire stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever mirrors kind of, you know, but like, it's not really about that. It's more about like the feelings and the, you know, the, we don't know that that's as for the, they didn't it seems like the script writers didn't worry too much about, you know, the vampire lore and logic. Yeah. To it. They trusted us. Um, they trusted us to know, which was kind yeah, of nice. Yeah. Explain the things that 
they thought we wouldn't like blood <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm a little offended <laughs> and that to their defense back then like if you if you missed dracula it wasn't like you could just go to the store and rent it before yeah. you saw this one That's you missed the it point. like there's no tv you know like yeah. you have to catch at the theater and yeah so i think no like you know like they were probably like apparently so they couldn't just pick up the book they could they get brown stokers yeah <laughs> but they a lot of these old universal movies that you watch them like there's always a recap in the beginning yeah. too and it's funny because yeah. they're like because like, a lot of people there are just like yeah like they missed it and then there's no hope for them you know they just, they're just going into this like kind of blind and so like there's always like the the edward van sloan characters like he's he's always that guy i feel like too like he's the in this one he's van helsing but he's like you know, he's in frankenstein and the mummy i think oh and um you know he's in a lot of those movies and he's always kind of like the exposition guy like what happened last week on yep. you know, oh frankenstein my god or whatever. That's it's like so and funny. then oh. i'm the one that killed him and then he the, yeah. like, it's like thank you yeah I yeah i appreciate it right you already knew i didn't he's, read the thing before <laughs> Yeah, he's giving it. Yeah, he's giving the. He's telling the the plot of the last movie to the cop, and then the cop's just oh like, God. "Okay, that's great, but that's just a crime. So that's a, <laughs> that's, that's a, just a murder. murder. <laughs> you told it like it's a movie, which is great, but I'm arresting you because you explaining a murder to me. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, my baby. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna run, and he's like, I don't want to be left here with him. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't go. Me. Yeah, we were. We felt so bad. They kept shitting on that poor second cop. We were like, constantly. Yeah. Constable from I guess Scotland he, Yard. He's fine, I guess, because he was hypnotized. I guess he, he didn't get killed or anything. Oh, I yeah. guess he didn't get killed. Yeah. He, I don't he know, just, but he passed out of that chair, and then we stopped talking he was about him. He, he was <laughs> yeah, really he tuckered fell out. over. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing I like about some of these older vampire movies is that the, like, I like the this this style of vampire that's more like a, kind of like a shade or something. Like, it's like it's less tangible. Then there's like, a, you know, like Dracula kind of, he can, he can move through the, the cobwebs without breaking them or yeah. you know, maybe he's not even really there maybe he's kind of like this thing that kind of lures in its prey by presenting this you know we see this young handsome Ooh. guy but like you know really he's like a corpse or you know he's a shade or something and he's, so he's kind of like you know those 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 deep sea fish that can like lure fish with their little yeah. glowing orb yes. you know he's, he's kind of presents himself as this you know and i feel like i like that when we talk, we were talking earlier about like you know Twilight or you know Let the Right Win and all these other like I I like it all. I like it, I like that there's lots of different versions, but I do really love that like Bram Stoker kind of almost like a, more like a ghost or something you know yeah. vampire type yeah. creature. Oh, I like that. I yeah. hadn't thought of that. It's like yeah. he sends out an apparition of himself and right. like comes, him back the buffet in. comes to him. Yeah, Dracula doesn't exactly. have to go yeah. to the buffet. I but, love that. Right. That's like, cool. Maybe he's yeah. more like Nosferatu, and then he has to like, oh. you know, just like concentrate and make himself more like a attractive. Oh my god! So that, that's kind of how. I, that's kind of because because Dracula kind of does that. This I also maybe maybe you know Dracula's daughter is kind of like that. Maybe she's like she's been alive for a long. Like they actually, you know, we were talking about it earlier. They at the end of the movie they actually say how long she was. Hundred years, right? Hundred years. He like she was beautiful. Okay. She died a yeah, hundred years, years ago. ago. <laughs> Right. So she's not from like Vlad Vlad Dracula's time. Right. Like, yeah. Right. She's like right. some yeah, somewhere in there he got he Which makes me think he, he had found her. Yeah. He found yeah. her and created her and I, that's how he But then to be with someone for a hundred years and be like, Oh, this is yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And that explains why she might know him too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh like know of him or like but, but like really more. Oh yes, 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 yes. 
Yes. Right. Like there was, there was some overlap where she was maybe living with him, slamming her door, like leave my room, dad. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you have to see Hotel Transylvania because that's like literally what happens. <laughs> literally. Yeah. It's, it's like everything it's you want between Dracula movie. and his daughter. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great. Very it's good. It's the flashback I in do time. See it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Bacola? What are your final thoughts, and would you recommend this? Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I would recommend it. Will had some great points that um, he brought up again about just, and that you also brought up about the like the the structure of the story and like how layered it is and how it's still uh, good and clean and. It does talk about layers of humanity in a way that sometimes we notice or we don't notice or like, you know, it doesn't matter which layer you're looking at or which side you're looking at. There is a story and it's mm-hmm. compelling, pun intended. So yes, I would definitely recommend. Yeah, I I think I would as well. I like, I mean, I, I kind of, I do admit I like that it's short. I feel like that's always an easier sell to people. But what I really liked is that I could have forgotten that it was a vampire movie. Yeah. Like I could have just been like, oh yeah, this is about um, two women pining for the same man. One man trying to not get convicted for murder. Another man trying to like help. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it, it wasn't, they, if it felt like she happened to be a vampire. Mm, okay. Which I liked, yeah. which I liked. And I thought that was like, a, just like a really, I liked that I wasn't getting hit over the head with it. And, and some of these can feel, that's I think where the hokiness can come in sometimes mm-hmm. is when they're just like, smacking you over the head so with it eat the spaghetti yeah like, yeah yeah, and, it's like, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah i really liked it and i i like i said i just thought so much of the writing was just smart i liked that i was having to guess yeah. i liked that i was having to guess yeah. you know what was happening and so yeah i'd recommend this one yeah i'd recommend this one Bill, we wanted to thank you so much for taking thank the time. You. I know it's three hours later on the East Coast, so thanks for staying up with us um, oh, and giving us your Friday night to, to talk it, some vampire stuff. It's Yeah, any time. That's the... <laughs> yes, yeah. that's the attitude vampires? you like. Okay, yeah. Heck yes, yeah. heck yes. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Bite Me. Uh, we are presented by players, performers, and portrayers. You can follow Bite Me on Instagram at bitemethepodcast.com and learn more about Bite Me and portrayers at playersperformersandportrayers.com. My name is Julia Steyer. I'm Bacola Ogunmola. And I'm Will Sharp. Bye! Bye! Bye.